Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and the lifting up of my hands being evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 20 on page 364 and Psalm 24 on page 368. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Grant thee thy heart's desire, and fulfill all thy mind. We will rejoice in thy salvation, and triumph in the name of the Lord our God. The Lord perform all thy petitions. Now know that I, that the Lord helpeth his anointed, and will hear him from this holy heaven, even with the wholesome strength of his right hand. Some put their trust in chariots, and some in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord, and hear us, O King of heaven, when we call upon thee. The earth is the Lord's, and all that is therein, the compass of the world, and all they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall rise up in his holy place? Even he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, and that hath not lift up his mind unto vanity, nor sworn to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, even of them that seek thy face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, 
and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? It is the Lord strong and mighty, even the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? Even the Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. Now, O Israel, listen to the statutes and the judgments which I teach you to observe, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers is giving you. You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Your eyes have seen what the Lord did at Baal Peor, for the Lord your God has destroyed from among you all the men who followed Baal of Peor. But you who held fast to the Lord your God are alive today, every one of you. Surely I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord my God commanded me, so that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess. Therefore be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes, and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what great nation is there that has God so near to it, as the Lord our God is to us, and whatever reason we may call upon him? And what great nation is there that has such statutes and righteous judgments, as we as are in all this law which I have set before you this day? Only take heed to yourself, and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and, gr and your grandchildren. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy hath hope in his servant Israel as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifteenth verse of the twenty-fourth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place. Whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant, 
and to those who are nursing babies in those days, and pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake those days will be shortened. Then if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it, for false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. Therefore, if they say to you, Look, he is in the desert, do not go out, or look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is Thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. Lord, we beseech Thee to keep Thy household the church in continual godliness, that through Thy protection it may be free from all adversities, and devoutly given to serve Thee in good works, to the glory of Thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. We begin with 
we're starting with uh, reading through Deuteronomy, and we begin with chapter 4, but perhaps some background would be helpful. Deuteronomy is essentially Moses is about ready to die, and the Hebrews are about to enter the promised land, which he will not be able to go with them. They are on the other side of the Jordan, and here he is near death, and he gives them essentially a, a speech or a sermon recounting their experiences in the wilderness and urging them to hold fast to the, their covenant with God. His promises to them will be fulfilled if they hold true to their promises to God. And he will talk about what will happen if they do not do these things. And so he mentions uh, uh, what happened at Baal Peor, which was in the book of Numbers, where many of the Hebrews were, were turned over to this worship of this God on, in the path, where they would essentially expose themselves to this, this idol and then engage in fornication there. And they were all wiped out by God. And so this is a, a warning and a promise that Moses is delivering to the people about holding fast to their covenant, that they have something that no other people have. They don't have great armies. They don't have amazing warriors. They don't have riches and wealth. What they have is the creator of the universe, God himself, as who has chosen them as his people to have this special relationship with them. And if they can maintain that, they will be the, the, the guiding light of all the peoples on the earth and all the blessings of God will be visited upon them. Now we know what the result of that is. They turn away from, from God and in the end, they reject the Son of God, Jesus, the Messiah, the promised one who is to deliver them. They reject him. And so we see that played out in our New Testament lesson where Jesus is, is talking about the coming destruction that will be visited upon the, the temple at Jerusalem. And he's couching this in terms of language used in the prophecy of Daniel. Daniel predicted these things and talked about in chapter 9 of Daniel how the Messiah will be killed and there will be the, the, the abomination of desolation erected inside the temple. And after Jesus' death, it'll be just, you know, some... Ten years later that, that uh, I think it's Caligula wanted to erect a statue of himself in the temple. He was assassinated before he could do this. But it's just a few decades later that the, the imperial banners standing on, on staffs with the eagles up above them of the Roman Empire are going to be flown in the temple. And so, and that's precedes its destruction and eventually the romans will build a temple to jerusalem on the on the remains of the temple and so 
what are we to do with these things? Are these just, you know, interesting historical background? Do we read these to give us context to understand who Jesus is? Do we congratulate ourselves on, on becoming the new Israel and, and, and look askew at the, 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 how Israel fell and, and wasn't able to recognize the Messiah? Do we count ourselves lucky that the church recognized the signs that Jesus told them foretold them of the destruction and they were able to get out of the area and flee and spread the gospel across the world? And that's one aspect. But we always have to remember that these are human beings just like us. And everything they go through, everything they went through, are things that we all go through, you know, everything that we experience just in different ways. We will face, continue to face tempta temptations the rest of our lives. And we have to hold fast to the promises that God made and our promises to God in our baptism and our, maintain our relationship with him in order to avoid these things. Likewise, we we have to guard ourselves always against false idols, these false messiahs, these, these people who, who are purported to bring about heaven on earth, who are to bring about these good things, which we can be easily seduced into following and giving them our hopes and our dreams and our desires instead of giving those over to God. We can be easily led astray if we do not maintain our constant life of prayer in Christ by always returning to that. And these things in this world will always try to drive a wedge between us and God and will focus most especially on our prayer. That we always have to guard against that, the, these things that try to draw us away from prayer, to try to draw us away from God, from our relationship with him. And that, that is always something that we focus on. And that's why things like the daily office that are programmed at a certain time are always there for us to return to him so that we aren't left to our own devices. Because left to our own devices, we will stumble and fall. and in the end, we will have to be picked up by somebody else, either uh, our fellow members of the body of Christ or God himself will have to lift us up. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. 
And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, and what about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Monday night and great start to your week. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Deacon John. Have a wonderful night, everybody. <laughs>